Hello and welcome to Parsha Pulse, episode 10. This week's Torah portion is Miketz, and it starts off with Pharaoh having two very strange dreams which he cannot interpret. So he does what every king does, he calls in his professional team of dream interpreters, but they too cannot decipher the dream. At that point, the chief butler remembers how when he was in prison he had had a strange dream himself and Joseph had given him a very accurate interpretation that had eventually come true. So he tells Pharaoh about this and Pharaoh orders Joseph summoned to him. Joseph is ushered from prison and brought before Pharaoh and he successfully explains the dreams. He tells Pharaoh that there are seven years of plenty coming to Egypt after which there will be seven years of a terrible famine. He advises Pharaoh to make sure they store grain during those first seven years so that they'll be able to withstand the years of famine to come. Pharaoh is extremely impressed by Joseph and his character and he decides to actually appoint him governor of Egypt and uh, more specifically also in charge of this project of collecting all the grain. When the years of plenty are over, sure enough, a terrible famine spreads throughout the entire region, not just Egypt, and food is available only in Egypt because they were the only ones who were properly prepared. Joseph's ten brothers decide to come down to Egypt to purchase grain. The youngest brother, Benjamin, stays home because Jacob fears for his safety. The brothers come before Joseph and they do not recognize him, but he personally recognizes them and he decides to put on a special act uh, to help his dream that he had dreamed of the brothers bowing down to him actually come true. So he accuses the brothers of being spies and he insists that they bring Benjamin to prove their story that they had told him about how they're all part of this big family of 12 children. Um, And then he imprisons Shimon and he says he will only release them when they come back with the brother Benjamin. They go home and later they discover that all the money that they had paid for the provisions are uh, had been mysteriously returned to them and this makes them very nervous. Jacob eventually agrees to send Benjamin down to Egypt, but this is only after Judah assumes personal responsibility for him. When they return to Egypt, Joseph this time receives them extremely kindly and he releases Shimon and he invites them to a festive dinner. Uh... Later, when they're packed with all the grain that they came for, the brothers are sent back home and they start heading home. But it turns out Joseph had planted his silver goblet in Benjamin's sack. And the brothers are chased after they're searched. And once the goblet is discovered, they're arrested and brought back to Egypt. The Parsha ends at this dramatic moment as Joseph offers to set them all free and arrest only Benjamin and keep him as his personal slave. That is the summary of this week's Parsha to be continued next week with a dramatic encounter between Joseph and Judah who had personally committed to Benjamin's safety. And now for an insight. There's an interesting discrepancy between uh, Pharaoh's actual dream and the way he repeats the dream to Joseph. And in the original dream, Pharaoh uh, is literally standing above the Nile And that's where he sees the seven cows or the seven stalks of grain in different dreams. But when he repeats the uh, dream to Joseph, he says that he was standing next to the Nile. And why is that? Why would Pharaoh lie about his dream? If he wants an interpretation, he should be true to the actual facts of what he dreamed. What is it that caused him to be embarrassed of the original dream and to change the facts? And the answer is that the Nile was a deity in Egypt. It was the life source of the entire of Egypt, and that is something that they worshipped. And Pharaoh was embarrassed to say that in his dream he was actually standing above the deity of 
Egypt. And the reason why he was standing above the deity of Egypt, because the entire idea of polytheism, of idol worship, is that you tap into every single source, every single power that can give you what you need. You want some rain, so you pray to the rain god. You want uh, something else, some love, you pray to the love god. And really all it is is a self-worship, just trying to get whatever you want as quickly as possible in the easiest way possible. It's not about serving some sort of higher good. It's just about getting what you need in the most efficient way possible. And to contrast that to Jacob, when he dreams, he is standing under God. God is standing above him because that is what true worship is all about. There's something, some greater good that you're striving for and working towards. And that's an important reminder for ourselves also because though it's very important and good to uh, ask God for anything we need, daven, pray for anything that, that could help us in our lives, that shouldn't be the end. It can't be that our entire Judaism is a process of self-gratification. Uh, we, also, we also should be striving to have a closer relationship with God and try to emulate Him and become much better and greater people. With that, I'd like to wish you a Shabbat Shalom, a great Shabbos, and we'll be back next week 